This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 5, Dancing in Circles. And let's start it off with an announcement. So those of you who are loyal listeners may remember um, a while ago that we announced that we were going to do 7C for our Series 7. But if you didn't know that, hey, guess what? We're doing Series 7, 7C! Yay! Woo! Uh, for those of you that don't know, 7C is a swashbuckling adventure and in, in set in a kind of alternative Renaissance Europe uh, with magic and pirates and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. And we have settled on the cast for Series 7. And because you guys are dying to know, uh, we're going to tell you who they are. Um, I am taking back the GM screen. Thank goodness. <laughs> All these boys running games. And then we have Tommy um, jumping in the player seat once again. Yay! And then we have Sean Four back for another season. Uh, he plays Twitch on this series and played Darren in D&D and Aramin Tudge in Uncharted Worlds. And then we have another returning cast member, uh, Seth Lilly, who was Nasha Kali Hasha in Series 3, and then Kretlin Partantelin back in the day in Series 1 for Dungeons & Dragons. Glad to have Seth back on the podcast. It's going to be so fun playing with him again. <laughs> um, and then we have a new cast member yet again. Um, we are having... Uh, our good friend Nick Gajeri filling in the final seat, and we're really excited to have him. Uh, and that's it for announcements. So let's move on into Words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with the GM is about Series 6, Episode 4, Fixer Upper. Yeah, we made it to the Supply Depot in that one and got our hands on some... Good stuff? Weird stuff? Cool loot. Cool loot. <laughs> I, lo I love that that you get so excited about the most random stuff. I in found a hairdryer. We, we've talked extensively <laughs> about how much we like the scavenging rules already in uh, previous words with the GM. But actually, it's worth pointing out, uh, it's, it's even more noticeable in this episode. The way we're doing scavenging in this campaign for the podcast is actually a little different from how it's written in the book. Those of you familiar with the time highway might notice there's a few less roles involved uh so covert uh could you go ahead and uh tell us how uh rules as written the scavenging works and how we kind of deviated from that a little bit for the podcast uh when you want to scavenge in atomic highway you actually start by rolling a d6 and the result of that is how many scavenging rolls you or your group can make and then for each success you get on a scavenging roll is how many times you get to roll on an appropriate loot table for your location. 
I just said, here you go, guys. Here's stuff you can roll for you to get this many rolls. Yeah, uh, and it kind of makes sense. It's kind of like a, a streamlined, like, we all have a certain amount of scavenging skills, so it's just kind of like a general, yeah, let's just go ahead and assume you guys average two rolls each and just go with it. I just did that to speed things up specifically for the podcast. Yeah, it wouldn't be very much fun for, to listen to. Okay, I rolled a d6. You guys all rolled this many times, and then there's just a bunch of dice rolling for a really long time, and be like, Zoe got two, Bumper got one, Damien somehow got three. <laughs> I imagine he probably stumbled into a bunch of stuff. <laughs> but scavenging is a great way to deliver plot hooks to your players as well, or side quests, because uh, all sorts of crazy stuff happens when you're scavenging in an abandoned whatever, and you never know what might live there yeah it's always uh uh it's like a built-in hook for a gm being like there's an abandoned building over there you just like sit back and watch as your players definitely run in and go search for stuff which is hilarious it's also i think it's just because rolling on charts is so much fun yeah (laughs) and there are so many of the scavenging charts they've got just about everything covered i think uh and uh for our purposes, we didn't deal too much in scarcity, but I know that um, in the rule book, there's a lot to do with like trading for things and the value of one thing versus another might change in from place to place based on its usefulness. So um, scavenging can become like a real necessity, um, which luckily we scavenged for fun instead of like, we have to go here and find this thing. <laughs> Um, because those rules sound swingy as I'll get out having to roll like five or six times all the probability. I can't even handle it. Yeah. But it's also worth noting that it's, we did it for the podcast mostly just to streamline the process and less because we didn't think it was like a good system. The, the randomness of it is really good because you, you can get big cash, like cash cow, like we found a giant stash and then you can get like you know, very slim pickings in other places. Oh, that makes sense. Actually, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a blast in home games. Um, but uh, we all know we liked the scavenging portions of that episode. Cool loots. <laughs> but uh, what uh, what was uh, your favorite part, Covert, as the GM? I'd have to say when Damien thought he stepped on a landmine. <laughs> uh, that was one of the dangers there. And I was, I as a GM was curious how Damien, someone who's not experienced in this sort of thing, would react to possibly stepping on a landmine. And we got to find out. <laughs> I liked, I liked Zodra's little prank on him too. That that she just immediately was like, "All right, all right, we're gonna do this. You're gonna be okay." My only regret is that I can't do a Zodra evil laugh. <laughs> so I had to like buckle and just say, "I laugh." <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but Tommy, what was uh, your favorite part? Uh, mine was at the beginning of the station when uh, we realized the power was a little low and I got a little worried that maybe we were going to get trapped in there by like, you know, using the elevator too many times or something. So I, I decided, oh, yeah, well, Bumper's really great at like jury rigging th- shit together. I'm going to rip a bunch of wires out of this wall, plug them into the beast and, and p- run the station on the beast. This is a silly plan, but Bumper does silly things. Let's go for it. And then uh, I rolled and I kind of rolled like a middle, a middle and roll and uh, a covert actually 
actually made me, the player, start panicking, thinking, oh, no, what am I supposed to do? I ruined everything. How do I make it? How do I put it back? How do I put it back? Because he just kept counting down. And, like, I actually thought he was expecting me to do something different. And so, like, I grabbed my dice waiting to be like, can I roll to fix it? What do I do? And then he's like, and then it worked. And I was like, you fucker, how did you get me with that? <laughs> so uh, uh, that, that was my favorite part because I definitely, like, I panicked, and so obviously bumper panic didn't result. <laughs> uh, what about you, Addie? What was your favorite part? Um, so my favorite part is um, sort of more uh, on the personal side uh, because Zodra is by far the funniest character I've played. I play like the traditional straight man, like set up the jokes, and then everybody else like knocks them down, uh, and it's great. Um, but she's actually been kind of funny this time. Um, so, uh, but I got back to my roots. When I made uh, the bone armor for Damien, uh, and uh, and I didn't even think about it as at first, and then um, the whole joke about Damien the boner, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, even though I heavily roll my eyes, the play on words, secretly I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, just one thing led to another there, <laughs> and kudos to uh, Kohansky for. Being Damien and just making a huge thing out of pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only My only regret is that I didn't roll well enough that it would uh, actually provide him with any real armor. <laughs> well, like one use armor. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, we are on our way back to the lake surrounded by bones. We have our parts and we're going to see if we can fix that water filtration unit. Um, so let's go ahead and move on in. And listen to Series 6, Episode 5, Dancing in Circles. Enjoy! Howdy! They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in a junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was like, real smart, and he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics history, you name it. When it passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus. Or for short, the Beast. Ah, <laughs> oh, this rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely, and more importantly, safe manner. Now, I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep her going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go. They call me Zodra. I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a black came, and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place, and the others staying behind, protecting them that can't rightly protect their selves. 
Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how, but way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses, I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. All right, when we last left our crazy band of adventurers, they were able to recalibrate a GPS tracker, began repairs on a water purification unit in a very poisonous lake, and then found an old supply cache left by a remnant colony that had tried to expand south. And when we left them, the doors were opening, and all they saw was the brightness of the wasteland... And once their eyes adjusted, they saw Wasteland. All right, let's go. I gun it. Start heading for that poison lake. See if we can get that purification unit going. All right, you gun it. What's everybody doing on the trip? 
Um, I'd like to inspect the kayak of freedom and see if it had sustained any sort of damage from being rowed twice across the poison lake. You can tell that it took a little bit of damage, uh, but you feel like it'd have to be left in there a significant amount of time before it really did anything. Well, I, I notice it's um, it's gotten a bit scratched up on the bottom, and it's got all sorts of superficial damage on it, dust marks and stains and things. So I'd like to take one of my five cans of wood stainer <laughs> and varnish the kayak of freedom. All right. You have time to do that. It's a bit bumpy, so your coats aren't very even, but that's all right. Oh, man, that stuff smells real good. (laughs) Perhaps it also doubles, or used to double, as a kind of drink. Maybe. I'll take a sip if you like me. Please. Oh, God, oh, man. That's good. (laughs) Well, don't have any more because I need it. I need it for this. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like good in the way that I think I'll probably die if I drink more. So you go ahead and take it. All right. So he's staining a kayak uh, in, on this armored bus. Using some useless things that I gathered in the in the supply depot, like this uh, green paper that I found lying around and some sticks, I'm trying to construct a diorama of a tree. And a bush and some grass. Alright, this is a delicate task. Roll nimble, see how well that turns out. Pothole coming up! <laughs> Why does all this green paper have numbers and pictures on it? <laughs> Seems useless. I got none, got nothing. You have a stick with some green paper glued to it. Hey, Sodra! Yeah? I made a tree! That's a real good likeness of a tree, for sure. Well, great. Maybe we'll get a real one someday. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to read the back of this uh, here swall, so uh, hopefully it can tell me how to do it. Look for something that says directions. Yeah, I can know letters real good. Just trying to help. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get very far, but I pretend that I do. All right, you pretend you do. It's fancy soil, swall. Uh, how do you say? I don't know. Anyway, it's fancy. Swall. And swall. swall. Mm. Uh, and so, uh, so I'm thinking that like there, there's like these little white bubbles in it, and I think that's like magic. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. So I, I figure that these these words are the ones that tell you w- what it does, and then. These words are the ones that tell you how to do that. And then these ones, this like tricycleno seven five, which don't seem like a real word. That's probably magic. I probably just did magic. That makes sense. Cool. You know, when I can't read something, I always ask Damien for help. He's busy, right? I'm uh, very intensely varnishing this kayak, and I'm getting a little loopy from the fumes. <laughs> Bumper, what, what, it, what does it say? Can, can you read it while I drive? Let's switch. All right. I read the back of this pot and soil. Yeah, it's like soil, but like better. It's like normal soil, but then it's got like these, there's like chemicals in it that like give it more nutrients and stuff. So when you put clean water in, it does a lot more than just like normal water. Magic. Yeah, but first we need that clean water. Otherwise, this soil is going to be not worth anything. 
Everyone roll toughness for me, please. I got one. I also got one. Hey, I got one, too. I got two. Uh, Zodra, it stinks in there, but you're all right. Everyone else, you're starting to feel like a little dizzy, a little loopy. Hey, let me have a turn at the wheel. I have an <laughs> idea. Come on, let him do it. Go. Go, Bumper, go. All right. Y'all want to see how nimble the beast is? Do a flip. I don't think we're going to do that one, but I'll do one better. And I'll start doing some donuts in the middle of the wasteland. <laughs> Swinging this big old school bus around, trying to make a figure eight. All right, go ahead and roll nimble plus drive. Everybody hold on. <laughs> That's one. He's trying to do donuts, but he's just kind of turning in a circle. Look at me go! It's not that impressive. <laughs> Anyone else? I, say hey, it? I've heard you can generate power this way. Just turning around. Hey-haw! Anyone else seeing spots on their vision? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I think that's those are just in the air. I'm, I'm going to just uh, lightly pick up Bumper. <laughs> And uh, take over. Oh, oh, yeah, you go ahead and have a turn at the wheel. Hey, air's really heavy in here. I'm going to go ahead and crack a window real quick. <laughs> so you crack a window then? Yeah. All right. Uh, window's cracked. Uh, fresh air's starting to come in. And after a little bit, everybody's head starts to clear up. You continue towards that lake? Yes. Some time passes, and you arrive at Bilgewater Lake. The not-quite-a-lake with... Acid poison water in it. I'd like to walk around the lake and see if I can find a matching set to this small cat-like animal I picked up in the um, supply depot so I can make bracers. Sure. Go ahead and make a senses and survivor scavenge. Uh, three hits. You have, to, you have to look pretty hard, but you do manage to find one. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Same plans before. Twitch and Damien go... Go into the lake, see what you can fix up. Damien, you need a hand? I mean, probably just going to need a jolt. I, I can row Damien over and then come back for you if That's you like. That's a real good idea. That's a lot better than the idea I had. Yes, and this time we'll do it in style. Because the kayak of freedom looks so much better now. It is real doesn't shiny. It? You guys make your way over to the platform. Twitch, you, you row Damien over. And then you make a couple more trips to grab everybody else. Sure. Uh, I think I'm going to stay on top of the beast, keep an eye out, and make these cat bracers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm rowing Damien over. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced he convinces me that, yes, it is right that because I am stronger, I should do all the rowing. When I row uh, Bumper over, he says that we should split the labor, and yeah. I'm very confused. Why are you doing that by yourself, buddy? I mean, you just row back and forth. I can take a turn. Yeah, but I'm I'm strong, so I should do it. Right, but like equal labor and all that? <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Well, like here, so like you take a shift, I take a shift, we both share the load so you don't have to do it all by yourself. What? So I, I, I just get half of, the, half of the ride for free? Yeah, and I get half the ride for free. That way it's fair. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and grab these oars and start going. Well, all right, then. Just sit back there and relax. I've never been relaxed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what we can do to fix up this uh, this here thing. Did you bring your scrap over and everything, too? Yes, of course. And I got my mechanics tools. 
Let's put our heads together, Damien, and see what we need to do. All right. All right. Go ahead and roll that. Yes, that's understanding in tech. Hi, can you hand me the thingamajig it? <laughs> Hold on. Let. Oh, I almost dropped it, but here you go. All right, here we go. Oh, no, no. This is the what's a doozy. I need a thingamajig it. Oh, well, hold on. Let me go. Oh, I've, dro- I've actually dropped that uh, one. That's well, that actually one wasn't that gone. One important. Oh, good. Okay, I got three hits. <laughs> I've got two hits with a fortune. Oh, yeah. I spent fortune for my three hits. So it takes a little bit of time, and you start piecing a filtration system, purification system back together. Even with both of your expertise and your good rolls, it's still going to take a little bit of time. Twitch, what are you doing while they're repairing this? I'm going to take my uh, my blood pressure gauge and I'm going to put it on pipes and I'm going to see how much pressure is in these pipes. But that doesn't... I don't think that works. <laughs> That's not how this thing works at all. <laughs> hey, guys! Yeah. Yes? There's no pressure in these pipes. I don't. I'm pretty sure that's factually incorrect. Well, you know, I just wanted to help a little I, bit. I think it's there's no blood pressure in these pipes. Oh, which is hey, a good thing. You want me to put blood in these pipes? Please don't. Okay. <laughs> well, something you could do is you could clean off the top of this thing. It's quite filthy. Well, all right. Uh, good. Go ahead and do that. Cool. I get on. I get on up on top of this thing and I look out over the the poison lake I look down the grubby floor and I think about not doing what Damien told me to do <laughs> and instead I sit on top of the of the water purifier and I try to relax it's very difficult it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do <laughs> all right so you're relaxing on top of this water purifier while they're uh, while they're working on it Zodra yes you're keeping an eye out and working on your bracers? I am. You want to do a senses and notice roll for me, please? I, I do. I got one hit, but I'm going to spend a fortune to make it two. All right. Your bracers are coming along nicely. You've noticed uh, a way to really tie them together. And you also see a, a cloud of dust rising in the distance. Uh, from the direction, almost the direction you were coming from. Okay. Um, can I, uh, after I wait like a, a couple of minutes, can I see what um, wh- what's in that dust cloud? It looks like a vehicle. Just just or one? Two. Two? All right. Are they those white trog vans? Nope. All right. Keep an eye out. Maybe I'll like shout out to the boys. Uh, that there's a, there's a, there's a vehicles coming along our path. Just, uh, letting you know. The three on the rig make a senses check. Uh, she's a little ways away. See if you can make out what she's saying. I got two hits. One hit. Just the one. Bumper, you can pick it out easy enough that she's saying vehicle, our direction. I'm going to yell back over to her. How far out you think? How far out do I think? They're a couple miles off. It doesn't look like they're approaching quickly. It looks like they're approaching cautiously. Right, so like how much time we have? A couple minutes. A handful of minutes. I think since we're going to have to do two trips back and forth, uh, maybe maybe like one of us stays here and keeps working, Damien, and then like the other one, the other one gets like rode back 
right? And then, and like, if, if it's like me rowing Twitch or t- Twitch rowing me, then one of us comes and gets you, right? So that way, like, if there's any trouble, we can all be on shore side when it happens. Sounds good to me. Uh, you're a little more comfortable with this whole, like, water thing. Why don't I stay here? I can keep on working a bit. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go like, rev up the engine and all that. Hi, Twitch. Uh, uh, hey, <laughs> I'm awake. That's good. That's good to hear. Hey, we got some company coming. It might not be anything, but uh, just to be safe, I think maybe, like, you and I go ashore, one of us stays, and then the other one comes back to get Damien. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. All right, cool. We'll be, uh, one of us will be right back, Damien. All right, we hop in the boat. All right, and you start rowing back to shore? Yeah, equal Uh-oh. shares. <laughs> yeah. All right, and equal shares. Twitch and Bumper row back to shore. No need to hurry. I'm quite enjoying myself. <laughs> Toodaloo. He's having a real good time, isn't he? P- probably, yeah. <laughs> we get ashore. All right. Uh, so, do you see the vehicles? Uh, looks like they're turning off to your right a little bit. Kind of away from the lake. All right, like they're going, going past us, or like they're they're like keeping a wide berth while they're checking out what we're doing. Make a senses notice. Uh, they're probably t- going off another direction. There's a you see a road out there. All right. So wait, might they're not have, coming here. Might have been a false alarm, I guess. Erred on the side of caution this time. All right, then, since it's not an emergency, I guess I'll roll back over. Well, I'll come, too, in case you need any power. Oh, that makes sense. Good idea, Twitch. As uh, as I'm working, now that I, I finally have a chance to be alone in working, I um, mutter to myself the following poem. As I fix the filtration, I feel such elation and sense the sensation of fixing hydration. La da 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 dum. Damien Balkris is number one. <laughs> and Damien Balkris receives a fortune. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh, what? What? Hello. Good day. Hi. Nah. You keep doing you, buddy. Ba- back so soon? Yeah, it turned out uh, they just went ahead and turned the other way. So it was a false alarm and all that. So let's let's finish this thing up. Right. Tally-ho. I continue to work on this hydration machine. I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed and I move off a little and work on in my own sort of area. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's about finished up. Uh, you make some final adjustments and get everything set back into place and clean water starts to come out out of the rig and is being shot up as to aerate the water. Oh, we did it! Hey, it works! Such beauty! Soldier! Soldier, check it out! I give him a thumbs up. Yeah! <laughs> she likes it! <laughs> Alright, it's probably gonna take a little while for this whole lake to get clean, but damn! We're like wizards or something! That's like great! This good show, everyone. Alright, well done! Handshakes all around! I give handshakes. This is gonna hurt. That's alright! You earned it! <laughs> Thanks. Ow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just a little taste of what it's like to be me. Sodra. Yes. You see another cloud of dust going the opposite way of, of the first group. Okay. Do they look like they're coming to us or keeping a wide berth or going past? Make a check. Another census check. Two hits. Looks like they're taking more of a wide berth. But you do notice for that stretch of road, 
it's a little odd how long they've been staying in your sight. All right. All right, I'm going to tweak a couple things here. Uh, you two go ahead, go ashore, and then one of y'all come back and get me. All right, Twitch will come back and get you. But wait, wait, but what? what why can't you do it? Because I'm the smart one. But, you know, the kayak of freedom is yours and all. Well, what sort of question is that? You do the rowing and I do the thinking. <laughs> Twitch does some thinking too, you know. I have done some thinking in my time. Like that time when he decided to, like, pit the, the giant monster against the raiders? That was some quick thinking on his part. Oh, that was a lot more uh, uh, chaining and riding and punching than it was thinking. Well, you know what they say. There's a time for thinking and there's a time for action. And this is a time for you to do some action and me to do some thinking. So let's go. Well, all right. Get on in the kayak of freedom. I give Twitch a significant look as he does. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I see this, and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> I row out to halfway to shore, <laughs> and then I stop. Why? Why have you stopped? Can't you see the shores over there? Yeah, I just thought. I just thought. You know, there's a time for action and a time for thinking. Now I'm. Uh, now I'm thinking. I'm thinking well, that maybe you should row the other half. Oh, really? Is yeah. that what you're thinking? That's well, yeah. I, I have no reason to conceal any of my thoughts. Well, perhaps this thought might cross your mind, that if you let me do the rowing, we'll never bloody get there. Well, then I have more time to think. <laughs> Fine. I'll do the rowing. I pick up the oars, and I put them in the water, and make absolutely no effort to push us forward. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're spinning in a circle. <laughs> Generating some power, I guess. Do you really think this is better? <laughs> this is clearly so much worse. If you just do the thing that you're supposed to be doing, it would all have worked out. Well, I don't see anything wrong with this. Just having a pleasant day in the middle of a poison lake. There's danger, possibly. Where? As you say that. <laughs> <laughs> you hear several pops. And some colored flares, big color bombs, have gone off in the air over by where one of the groups of vehicles went, uh, the first group you saw. Another three on your other side pop off with three different colors, uh, different color combinations. I, I push the oars into Twitch's hands and say, go, grow, <laughs> for the love of the, the, everything, go. What, just because they're skylights now? <laughs> What is the matter with you? <laughs> g go. I push him. I say, ow, I go. <laughs> all right, all right, fine, jeez. And I start rowing uh, uh, towards the shore, I guess. Finally, you see reason. Finally, I pop, see pop, pop. you keep pushing me. Go, ow. Yeah, yeah, uh, also me, maybe pop, I, pop, pop. I don't like getting pushed either. Well, then row, well, then row faster. Come on. A rumph, a row begrudgingly, at best. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. The colors in the air have become not different colors now, but the three pops now seem to make a smiley face in the air. I've seen that before. That was the symbol of those raiders who attacked Hell's Gate. I don't know, maybe other people use the symbol of a smiling face for other reasons. Like, maybe they're just trying to spread happiness. As you make it to shore, you all hear the revving of engines 
coming from uh, your northwest and east sides, coming around the lakes. Uh, by this time, I have locked up the beast properly. Uh, anybody who wants to get in will need an alley oop up. Uh, and uh, then I have grabbed all of my weapons. And I put Bumper's mace on top of the vehicle and uh, gleefully waiting to engage these lovely people in battle to the death. <laughs> All right. Uh, Longbow out first. Hey, Damien, quick question. Yes. Uh, if we're getting attacked by raiders, le- let me know. Would you rather row the kayak back for Bumper or stay here where the raiders are going to be attacking? <laughs> I'll let you have the first vote. <laughs> there's no there's no sense in putting into a vote. Clearly, I should stay on the shore, and you should go back and get Bumper, because with my rhetorical skills, I shall hold them off, and you can row much faster than I can, so you go get Bumper and bring him back in case, in the very unlikely chance that my rhetorical skills fail to, or they land on deaf ears, so to speak. So can I do a meanwhile here? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, like, I saw these things go popping. Right? And I was like, oh, hell, that's bad. And so I, I finished working on the thing I'm working on, and I see them kind of spin around in the middle of the lake, and then finally keep going. And I'm like, okay, okay. That's, you know, let's, let's start weighing my options here, Bumper. All right? Maybe they get in a hairy situation, and you're stranded out here in the middle of Poison Lake. That'd be bad. So let's see what we can do. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to dip a finger in this water and see exactly how bad it is. <laughs> well, the water immediately surrounding... The uh, purifier is actually pretty clean and clear. You can actually see a difference in the clearness and then like the sickly green of what it was before. Well, I guess I got to like reach out real far or something. I want to touch some of that bad water. It starts to tingle and starts to burn. It burns. Okay. Okay. I still have a finger though, right? Yeah. Perfect. All right. So they get there. I see vehicles coming. I'm like, all right, bumper. It's now or never. And I jump in the water. I start swimming as fast as I can. All right, make a muscle athletics. This is what four chance for. <laughs> I got two hits, uh, but but I'm gonna uh, I got four fortune. I'm gonna spend one of those to add a third hit, and then I'm also gonna spend one of those to reduce the injury I receive. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good. Miraculously, like your clothes seem to seem to just have a good seal today for some reason. They're very rubber. <laughs> and you ha- none of the acid seems to seep into your clothes, so you- your exposed skin is a little tingly, but, I mean, mostly keep your head above water. And I swim as fast as I can, trusting that my mutation will protect me a little bit. I don't know how much, how much damage do I take. We'll just say it's minor enough you don't take any damage. None at all. I'm invincible! And, and so then right about when you guys are arguing, I'm about halfway... Halfway through the water. Guys! <laughs> well, I vote you do the opposite of the thing that you said. What are you talking about votes? This isn't a matter of voting. This is a matter of life or death. Well, it's tied, so... Hey, Bumper! What? Do you think I should row out and get you, and Damien should use his powers of persuasion to talk down the raiders, or <laughs> Damien should come and get you, or I and I should stand here and hit them with a chain? I, I stop in the middle of the water and tread water for a second to contemplate this. <laughs> <laughs> As I sizzle, I think, and go, you know, Damien, I think I'm going to have to side with Twitch on this one. It seems to make a lot more sense that these guys don't want to have no talking. So maybe you come get me out of this acid water real quick, and then we can make a quick getaway. How's that sound? I give Damien the oar, 
And I run to uh, get alley-ooped up onto the beast. I'll meet you a quarter of the way, Damien! <laughs> I, I stand dumbfounded with this oar in my hand. I cannot, absolutely cannot believe what has just happened. <laughs> I feel as though my whole world is crumbling around me. <laughs> and then, for some reason, my body simply starts moving towards the kayak as if I've resigned myself to this somehow. <laughs> and I get in the kayak, and I push off, and I start rowing. And I, it's as if I'm just watching this happen. I'm not actually choosing to do it. It's very distressing. <laughs> but right. I, I do row towards all right, all right. Bumper. Damien, make a... Yes, yeah, can I use got, my boat skill? Yes, you can. Uh, no hits. I'm coming <laughs> for you, Damien! <laughs> I can't write told you this was a bad idea! Uh, Damien, you you start paddling and it's, it starts going one way and you, you turn to Bring it the other way, and it's just slowly turning back and forth in the water as uh, Bumper comes to save you. Yeah, in the interest of time, I'm just going to go ahead and tow you to shore. We're not that far from it. <laughs> so I grab hold of the front of the boat and tow him to shore. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, you do that. Uh, Zodra. All right, uh, hand up. There you go. It's going to shock you. I know. <laughs> Muscle check. <laughs> okay. All right, that's one hit. Well, he's up a little bit. You got to help. You got to jump when I pull. Oh, <laughs> that's silly of me. Yeah, I'll pull myself up. Yeah, with her help, you're able to get just enough on top of the bus. Okay. When you get on top of the bus, you see a beautiful assortment of all of my weapons lined out in shape and attack type, um, just right out on top of the beast, uh, right on top of my net that I have decided to use as a blanket slash weapon carrier. <laughs> so, so in your professional opinion, what do you think, uh, what do you think will do the job today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to start with a longbow. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I like yeah. It. And then after that, I was debating between the pickaxe and the spear, but then I was thinking maybe the pickaxe and the spear. Yeah, actually, I like the idea of like flinging a pickaxe and then following up with the spear. Right. As you are talking, <laughs> <laughs> The two raiders converge on you and have started circling around your vehicle, hooting and hollering and firing taunting shots at you. Is a, They're obviously not trying to hit you. Is this a, are these open vehicles? There's a pickup truck with a couple people in the back um, and a muscle car with a giant ballista on it. All right, um, so none of the drivers are easily shot with a longbow? I mean, you can try. It's not going to be easy, though. Hey, if you need me to open up some of their windshields, uh, I'm kind of good at that. By all means. Uh, well, then, how far away are they from us? They're, they're circling the beast, yeah? Yeah. Bumper, as you're pulling the kayak to shore, they drive around you and fire a bolt right between your feet. Hey, what the hell? Okay, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'm gonna jump off the beast and I'm gonna move to to intercept one of their cars basically so that I'm standing in front of it while they're on their circle. Alrighty. Yeah. They gun the engine. Uh, I want to wait uh, and uh, I want to jump as high as I can and get on top of that hood, swinging my chain. Uh, which one are you jumping on? There's one that has a ballista on it, right? Yep. Uh, that one. All right. Uh, make a nimble athletics roll that's one hit i'm gonna spend a fortune to make that too 
I'm going to spend two fortune to make it three. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You land on top of the hood and you you struggle to get your footing for a second, but you're firmly on. Damien. So so the situation is they're circling. They're circling around the bus and we're on the outside of the circle. Yeah, you're technically on the outside. They're stopping it short while you're getting on the shore. They're taunting you. I set foot on shore and I seize the oar in my hand and place it on the ground as though it were a staff. And with my impressive bone armor and furs, I turn my countenance towards them and I say, Grr! Halt, you Cretans, for I am Damien the Boner, and I... (laughs) And I shall destroy all those who cross my path. Uh, of the, on the car that I'm on, I, I yell, try, trying to make sure they can hear me. It's true! He'll remove all your bones! <laughs> they burst out laughing at you, Twitch. Damien, you feel, you feel empowered. You feel mighty. You don't see uh, anybody doing anything. They're just still driving around. I, I start running after them and say, stop, halt. Let's make a break for the beast, Damien. Better idea. <laughs> Run towards the beast with Bumper. All righty. So you're, you're running towards the beast, Bumper. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have uh, you, Twitch, make a muscle check as the driver slams on the brakes while you're trying to get out. That's four hits. I dig my fingers in right, right in, uh, under that windshield. As it uh, screeches to a halt and you're still on the hood, you see somebody pop out in the hood and aim the ballista right at your face. Okay. <laughs> I got one. Make a muscle check. One, again. So you managed to catch it right before it actually penetrates into you and set off the explosive tip. And uh, you go flying off the car. You still take uh, eight damage. Fire! <laughs> uh, I would like to shoot that um, raider that just shot at my friend. Popped up out of the uh, out of the car. Thank you much, Twitch. You're welcome. That's four hits. I'm going to reduce one of your successes with a GM fortune. It hits the side of the vehicle as the raider ducks back down in. And he's starting to... He's beginning steps to reload the explosive ballista. Damien! What? I'm I'm running very quickly. I know. It's, <laughs> it's time for... As I tug him behind me. It's time for... It's time for all your training to come to fruition, buddy. I'm going to spend my last two fortune to dual action and get the door open to the base so I can start it up and get Damien inside so he can shoot that ballista bus off. All right, you do so. So I start up the engine, I start driving. Shoot him to death, Damien. <laughs> Show him what a boner really is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pop the hatch on top on the roof of the bus and I climb up and I get into the ballista and um, with spots flashing in front of my eyes and my mouth completely dry and that sort of very hot spit going in my mouth from when you run too much, I get in the ballista and I aim it at the one who's shooting the ballista in the other vehicle and I say, there's only room for one ballista in this pond, sir, and I shoot the ballista at him. All right, uh, roll understanding and shoot. One hit. 
let's let's make it two hits for the with a fortune. It glances off the armor and skips off into the lake. Blast. <laughs> Zodra, you've you fired an arrow. Uh, Bumper, you're started up the beast. Damien's fired a freaking saw blade. And now, Twitch, what are you doing? I want to pop up from being on the ground holding an explosive ballista bolt. Hey, there, that uh, ballista car screeched to a halt, right? Yes. Okay, well, I would like to uh, charge at it and jump back up on top of it and uh, use this ballista bolt like a spear and stab that ballista guy right in the chest with it. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? All right, you can try to stab him. I've got two hits. He kind of blocks it with, away with his hand, and now you guys are fighting over it. Uh, I'm also going to... Uh, spend a two fortune to dual action and with my uh chain in the other hand i'm trying gonna try and uh sabotage his ballista and smash it all right go ahead that's four hits i think that's enough to severely damage it to the point of uselessness at least yeah hey you stop that zodra uh, having spent my one arrow that I must go and retrieve before we leave here, uh, I will turn around and help Damien reload as that is the only part that I have been allowed to do up to this point uh, with this buzzsaw ballista. So I, I do that. I hop down and grab the actual next buzzsaw. Uh, and Damien, I'm assuming you're reloading? Yes, of course. Uh, bumper. All right, so I got a little bit of momentum. How many cars are circling around us right now? Currently two, a muscle car and a truck. Okay, okay, cool. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and, if it's possible, I'm going to position the beast in a way that I can hit this pickup truck and, like, roll it in front of the, the car that has Twitch on top of it. <laughs> so that they have to, like, swerve or crash or slam on the brakes. I think Twitch can handle himself. All righty. Make a drive check to see how well you line up. Uh, nimble and drive. I got one hit. So you began positioning. Bringing her about! So the pickup truck comes comes around, and uh, it's going to start peppering Zodra and Damien. You each have to dodge two shots. One success. Okay, so the first shot, you're completely fine. <laughs> Uh, What about for the second shot? Oh, oh, oh. Three hits. You're also fine. It glances off your bone armor. You can't hit me. I am Damien, the boner. My bones are too hard for you to break them. All right, Zodra. Uh, The first one, I got four hits. All right, you're safe there. It goes wide. The second... Eight hits. <laughs> what? Uh, they drive by and they pepper the top of the beast. I matrix the shit out of that. And Bumper, the driver of the pickup doesn't give a shit about your driving. That's all right. All <laughs> in due time, my friend. All <laughs> in due time. So the driver of the car you're on, Twitch, is going to slam on the gas with you on top of the hood. Okay. Make a nimble or muscle and athletics check. Nope. You go flying off the back, uh, spear in your hand, and uh, 
You land on the ground and you take two non-lethal damage. I'm wearing lead armor. All right, you absorb you absorb the impact. I tuck and I roll. The driver picks up one of the ballista bolts and throws it at you. Two hits. I'm going to spend my last GM fortune to make that a three hits on my part. Uh, you take eight more damage and it doesn't explode. Well, why not? It's a safety feature. <laughs> oh, oh God. Okay, hey Zodra, I have a present for you. <laughs> I limp over to the, uh, um, as like as the beast rolls by, uh, and I I toss up the explosive ballista bolt that I have in my hand up to Zodra. Give him hell for me, Zodra. On it, boss. Yeah. So how far away are these uh these uh cars from me? They're within shooting and throwing range for you. All right, so having just Matrix caught this, this uh, as I was miraculously dodging all those crossbow bolts, uh, leaning backwards, catching, <laughs> <laughs> catching this spear, um, there is a, a car just speeding right past in front of me. Uh, and so I would like to uh, use my excellent uh, throne ability to... Uh, throw uh, this explosive spear as hard as I can to a place where I think that it will possibly explode if uh, if that has to be under the tire I'm okay with that otherwise you know in the bed of like the truck or inside the car with all the other ballista bolts either way I'm happy <laughs> all right make the make that check okay so I uh, will spend a fortune to add a success to mine, and I will spend two fortune to reduce the success of yours. Three hits. I have three hits. Um, that's not enough to place it exactly where you want it, but it is enough to hit the car. Uh, displeased with myself at my poor aim, I will uh, swear that I, uh, because I have not fulfilled my promise to my good friend Smiley. <laughs> Damien, you look like you're ready to go. Only if the ballista is reloaded. It's reloaded, yes. Oh, excellent. I, I push the I push the saw blade in the final bits, and I aim it at the uh, explosive spear that Zodra has just placed in the car, and I shoot the saw blade at the explosive bit. And it attempt to make it explode. Make an understanding and shoot check for me, please. Uh, while you do that bumper... What are you doing? This guy in this pickup truck thinks he's cool. <laughs> but would you say he's like relatively behind me at this moment since they swerved around me? Is he coming back around to chase after me? Yeah. That's really smart of him. I'm going to open up my Caltrop dispenser. I hate the button. How do you like the tires now? All right. So you dispense the Caltrops behind you. And you see this guy go on two wheels around and then, like, slam down and rock uh, to avoid these count drops. And while you didn't hit the truck, one of the guys falls off the truck because he wasn't quite ready for that big swerve and lands in the count drops. Nah, it sucks to be that guy. I've got three hits. Actually, I'll spend a fortune and I'll make it four hits because I'd like to hit this precise point to make it blow up. You hit the explosive tip. Excellent. It rocks the side of the armored vehicle. Now, the saw blade didn't hit 
get a direct hit on the armor, but it did get a direct hit on the explosive tip. It's definitely scorched, and there's a, a small hole ripped into the side of this car. The driver uh, manages to flip the car. You fool! Don't you know anything about physics? Uh, so it rolls, and it's mid-roll when... Twitch, it's your turn. With this pickup truck that's maneuvering around, I'm going to swing my chain above my head, and I'm going to try to whip it around and uh, crack open the windshield of this vehicle. Of the pickup? Yeah. That's two hits. All right. So you, you go to whip the chain, and... It kind of glances off the hood before you can, and loses a lot of momentum as it smacks the windshield. Uh, you did scare the shit out of the guy in the car, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, be afraid. Be very afraid. Bumper, you continue driving in a circle? Well, so here I have an idea now. So this guy's following me right up behind, right? He avoided my cow traps now. He thinks he's real safe coming up behind me, yeah? Yeah. Cool, cool. I have this crazy notion that I can perform a J turn and turn my car, my bus completely around 180 degrees and slam on the brakes and let this guy crash in my front. I can take it. I got ramming plate, so I take half damage. All right. <laughs> Everybody hold on. I turn this bitch around. Okay, that's only one and I don't got any fortune to make it work. So maybe he just hits me in the side or something. I don't know, but I slam on the brakes and turn this bitch around as best I can. Sodra? Yes. You're on top of the beast, right? I am. Please make a nimble and athletics check. All right. Or muscle and athletics in order to stay on top of the beast as it is flipping and turning. As pre-established, uh, there is a netting on t- that I have affixed to the top of the beast. Uh, so uh, hopefully I can grab onto that with my foot, maybe? I don't know. Well, I, I'd like to shout, Zodra, hold on, to, grab on to my arm. And I reach out my arm and attempt to assist her because I'm strapped in. In the heat of the moment, I do not <laughs> because I, I do not realize you are buckled in. And uh, I do not believe that you have the strength of body to hold me on. <laughs> I have a better shot of holding you. But I note the gesture as I have two successes. You're good, Zodra. Uh, You stay on top of the bus as he breaks and it just kind of slows down and scoots to the side a little bit, uh, coming on two wheels at one point and then coming to a stop. As I stand back up, uh, your arm still reached out and I slap it. I go, good good job, good job. Just ho, ho, ho. Right from your belt, right, we don't have time. Uh, How did my maneuver go, by the way? You didn't flip it, so that's cool. And you still managed to stop and throw the driver off. Uh, but he manages to to steer out of the way. Uh, he catches it just in time. He's a squirrely son of a bitch. He's going to see that, and he's going to he's going to turn away from the beast. And uh, the three that are left in the back are going to hop out and start climbing on top of the beast. No. (laughs) All right. Engage. All right. I will uh, take out my brand new trusty spear, the one that was not incinerated in the mayor's office, and uh, and I will uh, stab stab a guy. All right. Uh, Two. He takes his axe and bats your spear away as he gets closer to uh, the top of the bus. Bumper. 
Eh? These dudes are climbing on top of your bus. I hate it. Twitch, get them off. Twitch, you're close enough to the bus. You can jump on if you wanted to. Oh, that's not my plan. I'm going to whip my chain around my head like a lasso, uh, and then I'm going to try to entangle one of these guys <laughs> climbing up the side of the bus. Grab my chain around him. All right, go for it. That's two hits. All right, the chain wraps around the leg of one guy. And he is now at your mercy. Got him. Bumper. All right, well, now that someone's all entangled and stuff, I'm going to try and uh, uh, hit the gas and make it hard for these guys to keep climbing. All right, you hit the gas. Damien, what are you planning on doing? I would like to spend two fortune to have a minor plot tweak, which oh. is that I still have my oar with me, and I take my oar and I start hitting them on the head as they're climbing up. Get, get off of here, you flies. What do you think this is, honey? Get, go away. <laughs> I'm just fishtailing her back and forth trying to get these dudes to fall off. <laughs> Before we do that, actually, uh, Twitch, the guy you wrapped around, he's still managing to hang on pulling you. Uh, he's dropped his weapon at this point, and you are starting to be pulled. I, di- I dig my heels in. <laughs> All right, yeah, you do that. Damien, you're going to beat the crap out of people, some some people with a paddle? That is the idea. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll. No hits. You're not quite reaching. You got to you got to you got to choke up on it a little bit. C- come a little closer so I can hit you. <laughs> That's it exactly. Yes, exactly like that. Thank you. Uh, Zodra. Yes. They're uh, trying to hold on for dear life currently. Okay, uh, I will pay my final two fortune to make a minor plot tweak Ooh. in that I did think um, some of that their paint thinner was uh, was a, a potentially a good weapon. All right. Um, so I, I just uh, key that right open with my pickaxe, I suppose, <laughs> and uh, and uh, just pour it right on them. And if I have time, I'd like to just strike my flint right at him. Yep. You can do that. You're just striking the flint. All right. Bumper. Yeah. You got three dudes hanging to the side. One of the dudes is pulling Twitch behind him, who's dug his heels in and is now uh, wasteland skiing. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do one of my favorite maneuvers, and that's where I take a belt and have the the tie, or the wheel just kind of go straight. Cause we've got big open fields around here. I'm gonna go climb up on top. I'm gonna reach over Damien, who's struggling with this ore. I'm just gonna kinda use the controls of the ballista. Is it reloaded at this point? Sure. I'm gonna shoot it at that squirrely truck motherfucker. <laughs> All right, squirrely truck motherfucker. Let's see if I can just get that right in his head and block. Stop uh, his tracks. Understanding and shoot. That's one hit. That's more hits than you got on than I got. <laughs> okay, so the buzzsaw ballista does 24 lethal damage. Yes. You hear it. And you can hear it cutting the air as it curves right into the uh, engine block. Uh, and you see it immediately start smoking. He still has control of the vehicle, but he's also got a giant saw blade sticking out of it. And Damien, they're close enough to start smacking with paddles. I smack them with a paddle. Bad boys. You're very bad boys. Go away. All right. Make your um, uh, appropriate attack roll. One hit. You bonk him on the head and he goes flying off the side. He's You hit him and he's holding on and uh, this falls off. 
and rolls in the dust as you leave them behind. Uh, Twitch. I'm going to uh, dig in. I'm going to jump ahead and I'm going to try to use all my muscle and momentum to rip this guy off of uh, the side of the beast and swing him with my chain onto the buzzsaw that is sticking out of the hood of the other car. Do it. It's two hits. You pull him off and you whip him off and he goes off the side of the the bus and he lands right into the saw blade and both halves of him split and roll into the dust. And then I'm going to try to, uh, now that I'm no longer attached to the beast, going to try to run to keep pace with it. <laughs> All right, you do so. Uh, Zodra. The guy, you, you just poured, you just poured uh, that stuff all over him, and he's he's like slipping and going off to the side and trying to get up over this, over the top of the bus. And are you still sparking at him? Yes. As the guy catches on fire and falls off the side of the bus, and. Uh, Twitch, as you're running to try to catch up to the beast, you just see a burst of flame fall off the side of the uh, beast. I run at an angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's way ahead of you. Oh, the beast bye, is a lot faster. I'll miss you. I'm climbing my way back down to get that belt off of that t- uh, off of that wheel, so I can turn this bitch around and pick up my friend. That's good because you're, you're coming up on a not straight away. Yeah, usually you know you only get like a one shot kind of thing with this tactic, but sometimes it works, and it does. Time it did. <laughs> yes, it did. Anytime you don't die, it's a good time, and I grab the wheel and turn. All right, uh, so you you managed to turn the beast around to come pick up uh, uh, to come pick up Twitch, and he gets back on board. Where'd that truck go? It it's it's drove off. It's got no men and a saw blade in its hood. So yeah, you better run. Hey, we should go to Caltrop guy and see if he's still alive and willing to talk. I like it. I drive that way. All right, so you you get turned around and uh, the vehicle's not there anymore. And the dude who like fell into the Caltrops, he got spirited away. No, he's dead, stripped of all of his gear. Oh hell. Does it look like he died from the fall on the Caltrops, or did his friends kill him? Uh, you think it's from the fall on the Caltrops. Sucks to be that guy. Ow. Uh, but all the Caltrops have been cleaned up, too. That makes sense. It's okay. I can make some more. <laughs> I'll just take some time. You think those happy fellas are still broken up about that time that we uh, fended them off in that trog cave? Maybe. Or maybe it's just two times we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. There's a lot of wrong times around here. But we have been followed before. This is true. I wonder if they were the ones that put that tracking device on us. It don't work though, right? Yes, it it works for us now. Right, but they may have been looking for us for some reason. Well, let's hope we don't run into them again. I don't know if we have much of a choice in that, friend. If they're looking for us, they can find us. We do drive a very distinct vehicle. (laughs) Well, that's a shame. I, I sure wish we could uh, patch things up between us. Well, you know, maybe next time they, like, show up and, like, white flag it, then we can, like, talk. Otherwise, we just keep... I guess we just keep kicking her ass, yeah. Right, yeah. Hey, speaking of getting your ass kicked, I've got a ballista bolt inside me. Oh, it, yeah! It, Let me see if I can help you with that. It hurts like hell, I gotta say. Like, it hurts worse than being alive normally does. Hey, that explosive tip's still intact, though, right? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, cut that one free. Yeah, it was supposed to blow me up, and I'm really glad it didn't. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
All right, and then I'm going to pull this other thing out. Just, you know, bite down on this belt here. I'm wow, like, a belt? <laughs> the life of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and uh, try to patch up my friend here who's real hurt. Yeah, go for it. Done been speared through. Yeah, that's not good for you. Okay, I got two. You're able to heal two uh, lethal and non-lethal damage because uh, I believe you took both of each. There you go. That ought to hold you together for a little bit. Thanks. And do you continue on the road? Well, uh, how's this lake looking? Is yeah, it getting... I thought we wanted to plant some plants on the side of this plant. It might take a little bit before the ground kind of gets all like clean and stuff, but I just want to take a look, kind of like try to gauge how long it's going to take. Yeah, it's already looking a lot better. Um, it's not it's not a huge body of water. Uh, you can already tell coming from the purifier, uh, the clean water is looking a lot more clean and a lot less green. So uh, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah, it's it might be it might be a day or two before it's you would risk putting your finger in it. And you and there's some concerns about residual toxins in the soils, but um, the main thing that was killing off the plants was the water. So you think after a day or so you could probably plant these and it'll be all right. Hey, Zav, I got an idea. Uh, yeah, Bumper. Uh, has the clean water made to the shore yet or do I got to row out to get some of it? <laughs> it currently has not quite made it to shore yet. Okay, okay. Well, we got some clean water anyways. Hey, you got like how many bags of potting soil did you find, Twitch? Uh, five. Okay, that's a whole lot of potting soil. So let's go, like, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I think staying here is probably a bad idea for like a bit. Because they just attacked us. They may come back to double check. Also, if they saw that clean water was pouring out there, they might want to get some of that. So we may need to relocate. But uh, but I just got this idea where, uh, uh, hold on, and I go back into the beast and uh, and I open up a hatch where I keep my second set of replica samurai armor, and I get the helmet, I turn it upside down, we put some pot and soil and seeds in this, we got a bunch of clean water we can fill up for days. I think that's a real good idea. I also have a, an empty paint thinner can. <laughs> <laughs> that one might, I mean, if we wash it, yeah. All right, cool. So we're going to take a minute, I think, roll out into the middle of the water, Clean out that paint thinner can. Ooh, I also have an empty can of wood stainer. Oh, perfect. We're going to clean all this out. We're going to start a garden. <laughs> hey, wait. But this this armor, well, it also has like a breastplate and some bracers and some leg armor, too. I bet we could fill those out with some soil if you wanted. We could have like a whole row of armor garden. There's a whole lot of like space up on top of the beast that gets lots of sun. Zoe, you know a little bit more about plants than I do. That's that's correct. All right, then. Wait, hold on. Was that correct about the sun or correct about you know more about plants? Uh, both. What should we do? Uh, we should we should try these three first, and then like if the armor's real suited to growing plants, we should use the rest of it. Okay, yeah, and when it gets bigger or something, yeah. I like it. Okay, so I got I'm, a drill if you want to fasten it to the top of the beast so it doesn't rock around when you're is, driving. This is perfect. Okay, I'm gonna roll out in the middle of the water. And fill up as many canteens and stuff as we can so we have a lot of water for a really long time. And then I'm going to clean out this paint this paint thinner can, clean out this wood varnish can, and row on back. And then we can fill this up with some pond soil, put some seeds in, maybe get some fresh-grown carrots. 
Well, all the seeds are all mixed in together, so I'm not a hundred percent sure <laughs> what we're uh, what we're growing, but it'll be plants. Hey, I like a mystery. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, we we plant. I plant all the same type of seed in each. No, that's not true because we have to do some scientific testing. I plant one type of seed in each planter. Are right, cool. And then and then me and Twitch get to fastening this up on top of the base there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's so cool. Okay. We have our little makeshift garden. I like it. Base is getting more homey every day. All hey, right. Maybe you can advertise that. Rooftop garden. Exactly. Locally sourced food. <laughs> okay. We need to get the hell out of here in case those guys come back. Oh yeah, that's right. Where to? I believe I would like to go to that enclave on the coast. Although it's far away, I have a few questions for those people. Are those the ones that ran away from the supply depot or the yes. other one? Okay. The, the, they're the ones who built and constructed the supply depot and are claiming that the professor drove them out. Okay. But, but just there is another enclave uh, in the other direction that's a little closer, which we might want to visit uh, just because, you know... Whoever made that puzzle box wanted all the enclaves to work together. And maybe the that enclave and the one that owned the supply depot were willing to work together. And when they ran away, maybe that's where they went. That's not a bad idea. And if not, we can go there and tell them about the other place over by the coast. And, like, maybe they can, like, escort us there. Or, like, maybe they got all fancy, like, telephone thingies and they can just call each other and be like, Hey, bro, what's up? It's fine with me. All right, cool. So we're we're gonna head to the enclave, the the one that is labeled archive. We're, it's an archive okay. in the north in the northeast. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, go into the archive, supply depot, archive, and then maybe the new remnant place. Let's see what we can find out. Let's go. And I kick her into gear and start driving northeast. So you slam on the gas and the beast roars to life uh, and it takes off towards the northeast. Bumper, have you been that far north before? You know, I have not. I've heard quite a bit about it, but I ain't ever actually gone that far. It's kind of a little bit off of the beaten trail for me. I like new experiences, though. I spent my whole life chained to a wall. Yeah. And I've spent my whole life above that wall. (laughs) (laughs) Benefiting from my torture. What? Yes, thank you. It's what just we're not having this discussion right now. Well, that's the first time you've ever thanked me for it. <laughs> but perhaps I heard some stuff about this place. I just never been there personally. I mean, you can make a understanding and lore roll. Okay, that's two. You've heard some things. Uh, you know that there's actual mountains where you're heading, and it's a it's a little cooler, a little crisper from what you've heard. Hey, uh, Damien, it may behoove you to wear some clothes under your armor where we're going. It's not like super, super cold, but it's like brisk would be the word I'd use. So like we, we may need to like just like put an extra layer on each of us. Well, we'll see when we get there. <laughs> oh, so maybe I should start wearing a shirt. Yeah, like a, or like a she. Zoe's got, like, the, them furs. Maybe you can just, like, wrap a fur around your chains or something. I don't know. I have a vest in my pocket. <laughs> can you get that over your chain? Uh, let me try. Well, it's a little tight, 
<laughs> but uh, what if I wrap the chains around my vest? Let me try and get these chains off. Oh, wow. This feels kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we drive that way. All right, you make your way northeast towards the mountains, and that's where we will end today's session. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.